everybody. Welcome to Gerson Pavilion. Jesse Cass here as the LMU Lions are set to take on Cal Poly here tonight. Jesse Cass joined by Jonathan Grace. And Jonathan, should be a fun ball game here tonight. LMU having won two in a row, trying to get a winning streak going after a 51-48 win over UC Irvine the other night. Yeah, both uh, the last two games have been the first two consecutive wins they've had this season. And of course, Jesse, they're undefeated here in Hanks House. Should be a good one against the Mustangs. Yeah, 4-0 and oh against Cal Poly. Jonathan, let's get to know Cal Poly, the Lions opponent here tonight. We'll start things off back to front in the backcourt. We start off with the experienced senior point guard wearing number zero, Keith Smith. He's joined by the freshman point guard, number two, Kobe Sanders. And then moving things into the front court, the freshman forward, number four, Dyson Kohler. He's joined by the senior forward, number five, Mark Crow. And last but not least, the graduate student, the forward, number 30, Hank Hollingsworth. The Mustangs are led by head coach John Smith and assisted by David Henry, Rodney Tension, Justin Downer, and the director of operations is Eric Perry. Jesse? And for the LMU, for the LMU Lions here tonight, the usual suspects in the starting lineup, 6'4", freshman from Jackson, Tennessee, number 12, Jalen Anderson. He's joined by a 6'2", junior from West Covina, California, number 2, Joe Quintana. Damian Douglas in the front court, number 1 now leading the Lions and scoring at nearly 14 points ballgame. Joined by the 6'6 sophomore from Melbourne, Australia, number 34, Kelly Lea Pepe. And the 6'5 senior from Chino Hills, number zero, Eli Scott. Lions are led by head coach Stan Johnson in his first season with assistants David Carter, Alan Edwards, and Greg Yonkowski. As we are ready to jump it up, Lions in their home white uniforms with the red numbers and baby blue trim, and Cal Poly in their road greens with the gold numbers and trim. Tip is up, it's controlled by Lea Pepe, and the Lions have the basketball to start this first half of play, going left to right as they operate. The four and three Lions against the two and three Mustangs. Cal Poly, all three of their losses have been to West Coast Conference opponents, including San Diego in their last game, as Eli Scott, nice feed inside for Kelly Lea Pepe, and the Lions knock down their first shot of the ball game and lead two to nothing. We were speaking, Jesse, before the broadcast about the pace of play and how it's changed for the Lions. You can see they're already coming out swinging against this Mustangs team. A foul on the other end. It'll be on Joe Quintana trying to pressure on the perimeter. His first first-team foul for the Lions. And we mentioned for Cal Poly, they've played Pepperdine, San Francisco, San Diego. So they're comfortable with this West Coast Conference, even <laughs> though they haven't won one. Uh, they do have two wins on the season, as we said. But another big West opponent for the Lions, another WCC opponent for the Mustangs. Yeah, the fourth Big West opponent for LMU this season. Historically, this LMU team averages just under 56, or 65 points a game, excuse me, against Cal Poly. The shot clock winding down against the Mustangs, and they will not get a shot off on this possession. Turnover will give it back to the lines. 2 nothing LMU, 19.08 to go here in this first half of play. Yes, Jonathan. Sorry, Jonathan, uh, the Lions normally in the first couple of wins were high scoring. They found another way to win against Irvine, which is 51 points. So we've seen this Lions team with some versatility in the ways they can win basketball games. Yeah, it was nice to see LMU's defense kind of flex its muscles there in that last matchup here at home. So I think this team is finally starting to get a little more comfortable in that new offensive, defensive, and finally transition scheme that Stan Johnson's implemented this year. Damian Douglas up against the shot clock with five in the lane, had to take a well-contested jumper. Might have had a piece of it there as Cal Poly comes back with the basketball. Keith Smith at the controls with the hot pink shoes backing out the dribble behind the three-point arc left side and hands off for Mark Crow. Crow up top to Dyson Kohler, now right wing 
to Kobe Sanders as Sanders puts it on the floor. Couple of dribbles, pulls up for the 10-footer off the back rim, no, and Damian Douglas gobbles up the rebound inside, and now Eli Scott will gallop into the front court, stops at the top of the key and zips it right wing for Douglas as the Lions like to work. Douglas around a screen, kicks to Scott, open left corner, three ball, that's off the mark, and it's gonna be a loose ball foul, and the rebound against Cal Poly will go on Hank Hollinsworth, the 6'10", Sixth-year senior, he's dealt with a couple injuries, a red shirt, and was granted that six-year of eligibility, picks up the foul with nearly two minutes gone by, and the line's leading two to nothing. A little matchup history for you. These teams, interestingly, are undefeated against one another in their home turf, so LMU 3-0 at home against Cal Poly, and the same on the other side for the Mustangs. The last time these teams officially played was December 17th in 2013. It was a 79-65 win for the Lions here in Gersten. Yeah, the last matchup in San Luis Obispo. I remember that one. The Lions didn't allow a three-pointer all game until there was two seconds left and lost at the buzzer. So that was a different time as the Lions look to exact some revenge here tonight. Lea Pepe open right wing three, short off the front rim. Fight for the rebound secured by the Mustangs, and they will push right to left with the basketball. Keith Smith zips it left corner for Kobe Sanders. Hierarchy three, no good. Damian Douglas. Chopped down on the rebound, took an awkward fall, but bounces right back up, and Lions will get it back with 17.42 to go in this first half, still leading 2 to nothing. Fairly uncharacteristic miss there for Kobe Sanders. The freshman center and guard alternates between the positions, but he's just under 58% from the three-point arc, so Lions may have gotten away with that one there, but so far, both offensive and defensive prowess for the Lions looking pretty good. The Lions looking to move it around on the perimeter. One of four from the field thus far is Joe Quintana. Hesitation dribble down the lane, kicks it back up for Eli Scott. Drives and pitches it left corner for Douglas for three. Damian! Damian Douglas knocks down the left corner three ball, and it's at a 5 nothing lead for the Lions. And Jonathan, we've talked about Douglas' career 54% three-point shooter. Now comes away with the steal. Foot race to the rim as it stripped nicely. Tries to recover, but it's knocked away again and stolen by Cal Poly, and they'll come back off the turnover. I think Douglas... Nine out of ten times could have made that play, but it was good defense from the Mustangs. He had Scott there, but it was kind of in traffic. Scott actually credited him for instigating that fast break for the Lions. We often talk about Scott as an offensive threat, but defensive, he's there as well. As Keith Smith, top of the key, splits the double team, but then has it poked away from behind by Anderson. Now the Lions look to push Anderson off the outlet, double clutching to the rim wildly, can't get it to fall. Rebound batted out of bounds. It is off of Cal Poly, so it'll stay with the Lions. 16-34 to go in this first half. It's still a 5-0 lead for LMU. Lions just 2 of 6 from the field, but Cal Poly 0 for 2 and 3 turnovers thus far. Jalen Anderson off the inbound. Has the ball, the ball near midcourt. Covered by Smith near the top of the circle. Anderson now opposite of a screen, kicks it left wing for Douglas, trying to drive down the lane, lost the basketball, and Cal Poly comes away with the loose carom, and now works right to left as Rogers open left wing three is good. Colby Rogers in his first game of the season, he averaged nearly nine points a year ago and is a welcome addition to the Cal Poly lineup and knocks down his first shot of the night. And plenty of players in Gersten this evening who didn't see the court last season, but Glad to have everybody healthy and, and back. Lions, although they started pretty hot, in a little bit of a slump now, aside from, of course, the 33% shooting on either side. A foul on the drive from Quintana. It's gonna be on 
Colby Rogers. That's his second personal foul. And a third team foul for the Mustangs. It'll send us to a timeout on the floor. 15.44 to go here in this first half of play. LMU 5 and Cal Poly 3 here on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. Jonathan Grace with you here. Want to let you know tonight's game is sponsored by South Bay BMW Mini Volvo, located on Hawthorne Boulevard in Torrance. And LMU with an early 5-3 lead as we come out of the timeout. LMU 2 of 6, Cal Poly 1 of 3 from the field, both teams with a three-pointer. And the Lions have the ball here out of the timeout. A good start for the Lions, but a little scoring stagnation really for both sides in the last couple minutes. Let's see what the Lions offense can do. Get Quintana free off a curl on the inbound, and Travian Joe Quintana with the corner three ball, and that's a beautifully designed play by Stan Johnson out of the timeout. 8-3 to three LMU, 15-31 to go in this first half. Yeah, it's just as they would have drawn it up at the break. Sometimes all you need is a little stoppage of play to catch your breath. Seemed to work for the Lions. Cal Poly works back the other way. Brantley Stevenson into the ballgame for the first time, along with Alamami Koroma. Goes by Alley for short as... Fall away, right corner, jumper off the side of the backboard on the shot from Cameron Pierce, who also just checked in. And the Lions bring it up the floor. Ivana Lipiev in the ballgame for LMU, and it's going to be a foul on Karoma in the right post, battling with Lea Pepe. First on Karoma, fourth team foul now for the Mustangs, and we'll see Matias Markison come on the floor for the Lions, who lead 8-3. to three. Nearly five minutes gone by in this first half. And Matias, even though he hasn't been in the starting lineup for the Lions in the last two games, these past two matchups here at Gerson, he certainly has made an impact. We know, obviously, his time here at LMU has been one of the most impactful players. Zalipiev off the inbound, no. Eli Scott with the tip follow off the mark. Jalen Anderson chased down the loose ball and keeps the possession alive for the Lions. Zips it to Quintana, open left wing three. Trevian! Back-to-back threes for Quintana. And credit Anderson on the hustle play. Lions lead 11-3. to three. Very tricky pass for Anderson, too. He was all the way down, really in the bottom right of your screen, and had the vision to see Anderson cross the court. Brantley Stevenson got free after Quintana missed on a steal attempt. Misses, but a follow from Crow draws a foul. He'll go to the line to shoot two. Mark Crow, the 6'5 senior from Dallas, Texas, draws the foul and will go to the line for the first free throws for either team here tonight. Scott was... Not pleased with himself or the official on that one, maybe both. He let out a little cry of frustration. But early in this game, 
not too, too much to worry about, especially for LMU as far as fouls are concerned. That is the second on Quintana. At least charged that way right now. Eli Scott gets a breather, and Cody Pugh into the ball game. Started to see more and more playing time, working back from injury. The graduate transfer from Stanford into the ball game for the Lions, who work against some 2-1-2 full-court pressure. The aforementioned Pugh gets it across the timeline, and the Lions now work left to right in the half court as Quintana around a Markison screen at the top of the key. Leaves back for Anderson, tosses underneath for Markison, attacks the rim and gets the friendly roll. It was knocked out of his hands, but he still was able to guide it home for the layup, and the Lions lead 13-5. Here with 14.09 to go in this first half. It's Hollinsworth slapped away by Anderson. Pugh to the floor to retrieve it. And the Lions look to push off turnover number four for Cal Poly. Joe Quintana working around a couple of screens at the top of the key. Kicks it left side to Cody Pugh. The left-hander driving on the left side of the lane. Stripped on his way up and taken by Crow. And now Cal Poly looks to push. Yeah, Pugh, it looked like he almost had side uh, room excuse me, on that, uh, that underside, but decided to keep it up top and ended up running into traffic. Let's see what the Lions defense can do now. A 13-5 lead with about 13 and a half to go. Kobe Sanders covered tightly by Lipiev doing a good job on the perimeter. Brantley Stevenson, aggressive drive down the lane, floater too strong, and Markison collects the rebound as LMU again looks to push. Quintana, beautiful feed for Lipiev who lays it in with the left hand. Excellent transition offense, and the Lions lead by 10. Well, Joe Quintana is feeling good tonight. A couple of incredibly precise passes. Obviously a pair of three balls earlier in the game. It's amazing to see a player come off a uh, season where he, he didn't play due to injury and be so hot right away. Cameron Pierce with the fall away about 10 feet away, knocks it down. Makes it 15 to seven Lions as Markison kinda got caught in the air and then came down for a traveling violation. Uh, Jonathan, you could, it's noticeable for the Lions. They're really making it an effort to push the pace and play with great speed in this ballgame so far. Well, something that the fans at home will have noticed too if you're joining us on the live stream is you can see Stan Johnson on the side running alongside the team. He wants this team to be a team that wears you down both early in the game and late in the game. And that comes through a fast pace of play, both offensively and defensively. Stevenson, right wing three on the way is good. The rainbow is good from the 6'4 freshman out of Rancho Cucamonga. Etiwanda High School knocks down three. Came in averaging seven and a half points per ball game and gets on the board tonight. Makes it 15 to 10, LMU in front. It's Pugh, left side over to Alipiev, looking in the left post. Pass knocked away, but recovered by the Lions. Now working with 12 on the shot clock. Quintana swiveling in the lane, right corner for Douglas. Pump fakes down the baseline to the rim and flushes it home. Damian Douglas is making a habit of highlight jams and adds another one to his reel, and the Lions lead by seven. A great move from Damian Douglas. He faked the high side, and when he saw his, his defender bite, he ended up switching to that low side, had all the room in the world to work with, and he came home with a beautiful dunk. Cameron Pierce gives it up top for Dyson Kohler. Now left wing to Stevenson. He's met by Pugh on a switch. Leaves it up top for Hollinsworth. Now in the right corner for Keith Smith. Shot clock at five. Down to three as he goes to Pierce, has to create with one on the clock, and he will not get a shot off second shot clock violation of the game. That'll send us to a timeout on the floor. 11.35 to go here in this first half of play. LMU 17 and Cal Poly 10 on the LMU Sports Network, the WCC Network, and Watch Stadium.
everybody, Lions fans. Frenchie here, happy Live from Gerson Pavilion. It is time for our first giveaway. Now listen, I want to know from you guys, who do you think our player of the game is going to be? All you have to do is tweet us at LMU Lions and let us know. And just like that, you can be the winner of an LMU Lions sweatshirt. All right? Let's get to it. All right, Jesse, back to you. Well, thank you very much, Frenchie. Nice gear given out to the fans there. Lions with a seven-point lead out of the timeout. Jalen Anderson, Damian Douglas, Ivana Leap, you have Eli Scott, and Matias Markison as Eli Scott, aggressive drive down the lane and finishes with the left hand. And the Lions continue to hum along offensively. Lead 19 to 10. Love seeing Eli Scott force the issue early on. We sometimes see him wait and facilitate a little more in the first half, but scoring pretty much right off the bat. Yeah, first field goal of the night. Lions are 8 of 13, 62% from the field. They continue aggressive pressure defense. Kobe Sanders into the lane. Floater on the run, too strong. And Markison engulfs the rebound as the Lions look to push. Eli Scott coming up the far side of the floor. Now takes it middle. Goes right wing to Anderson. Pass fake wide open for a right wing three ball. Leaves it short. Markison playing pinball in there. Gets the rebound and hammers it home. Matias Markison on the follow. And the Lions lead by 11. They're going to have to replace that rim at the end of this game, Jesse. Yeah, Markison flexing after bringing that one down. And John Smith and Cal Poly will call for time. It's a 30-second timeout, so we'll keep it right here. 21-10 to 10 with 10.32 to go in this first half. And Jonathan, we saw Matias Markison. You know, he had some early season struggles after missing a year. Last game, seven points and 10 rebounds. Four points and three rebounds in five minutes thus far. It seems like he's starting to get his rhythm back, which is, of course, Another plus for the Lions. Well, again, Jesse, it can be so tough after missing an entire season, whether it be to injury or personal reasons or what have you. But Matias is such an integral part of this team offensively and defensively. We've said that before. So very, very glad to see him coming back into his element. He's so dangerous out there. When you get the ball to him, he can use that tremendous height to his advantage. You can lob a pass that normally you wouldn't be able to do to Matias. And right now, I want to let Lion fans know, Lion fans in the 8th grade and under are invited to join Iggy's Kids Club for free. Membership benefits include virtual opportunities with our teams, a digital membership card, monthly newsletter, and more. Visit lmulions.com slash Iggy's Kids Club to sign up for your future Lion today. Play continues. 21 to 10, LMU in front. 10 minutes and 28 seconds to go in this first half. And the Lions... Now 60% from the field on a 6-0 run as Cal Poly looks to put a halt to that. Rogers, Colby Rogers on the fallaway leaves it long and Markson collects another rebound as the Lions look to build on their 11-point lead. Eli Scott off the pass from Anderson into the right post, spinning away and muscling it in with the left hand. Strong, aggressive move from Scott and the Lions continue to hum along, leading by 13. And Stan Johnson is very, very happy about it. He's such a passionate head coach, part of the reason you can see the Lions' pace of play. That passion does carry through to play, especially in the Lions' case. Good to see him out there running along with the team. Yeah, Stan Johnson was very animated in the last time out, getting the team hyped up despite the lead. And Damian Douglas with a touch foul in the perimeter will be his first. 13 foul for the Lions. LMU on an 8-0 run. They're now shooting 63%. And just as importantly, holding Cal Poly to 30% from the field. Really strong play on both ends of the floor for LMU. As we said earlier in the broadcast, Jesse, Cal Poly has struggled against WCC opponents this conference year after year, and 2020 especially has looked stronger and stronger and stronger. A nice little follow-away jumper from Ali Karoma. Came in averaging 12 points per ball game as the 
tied for the leader in scoring for Cal Poly. That's his first field goal of the night. Should say Cal Poly is missing their other top scorer, Riley Till, for the concussion as Eli Scott again right to his spot in the left post and flips it in with the left hand again. We know Scott loves to utilize that offhand and able to toss it in. Lions lead by 13 once again, 25 to 12 as Karoma left wing three rattles it home. A couple of baskets for Karoma, the sophomore from Sierra Leone, and it's a 10-point game. 25-15 LMU in front here with 8.53 to go. If you're sitting at home while joining us, you can crack open an ice cold Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is the official soft drink of LMU Athletics. Eli Scott, a beautiful dish inside for Markison. Markison gets fouled, he'll go to the free throw line. Eight forty-four to go here in this first half of play. 25-15, LMU in front. Tias marks into the line. He's has been quite as efficient as normal this year at the line and still limited attempts. 14 to 23, 61% from the line this season. First free throw is short. And one more free throw coming for the big man. 10-point lead for the Lions. They've led by as much as 13 and have not trailed in the ballgame thus far. LMU 11 of 17 from the field. Cal Poly now 5 of 12. A couple subs for both teams. Cody Pugh into the ballgame once again for the Lions. Joined by Anderson, Quintana, Douglas, and the man at the line, Markison. Now the officials want to send both teams back to their sidelines. Dan Johnson confused about what's going on as well, as we'll figure it out. But both teams with a mini timeout here. The Lions in front by 10. As Jesse said, we'll, we'll give you information as we have it. But 10-point lead for the Lions with 8.44 to go. They're up to 65%. They've been shooting really, really nicely tonight, Jesse. And also the three ball awake and, and uh, working early on, something that we've seen the Lions struggle with a little bit this season. When it's on, it's on. When it's not, it's not. But nice to see that three ball uh, working for them early on in this game. Yeah, we know the Lions really struggled from downtown in their win against Irvine. So far, so good, as you mentioned, three of seven from distance. As Markison back to the line after the quick stoppage. Second free throw is good. Kalelea Pepe will come in for Markison. LMU in front, 26 to 15, with 8.44 to go in this first half. The Cameron Pierce, the 5'10 freshman, to bring him to the front court as he hands off to Mark Crow. Now, weave handoff around the perimeter, back in the hands of Pierce, goes left wing to Colby Rogers. Guarded tightly by Damian Douglas as he gives out to Sanders with 15 on the shot clock. Swings it right corner to Pierce. Weaving around the baseline to the rim, got to the rim but missed the reverse layup. Alea Pepe, after mishandling, able to corral the rebound, and the Lions work off the missed shot with Jalen Anderson operating with the basketball. Bounces inside for Alea Pepe on the nice dish, trying to muscle free, and a jump ball as Alea Pepe got tied up in the paint, and that'll be a turnover for the Lions. The play started with actually a tricky rebound there by Alea Pepe. As you said, he kind of corralled it down and faced tough defense right away able to keep the ball in play possession arrow was with the mustangs as they get it back pierce trying to work it in the left corner pass deflected by quintana and that'll send us to another timeout on the floor 758 to go here in this 
first half of play. LMU 26, Cal Poly 15 on the LMU Sports Network, WCC Network, and Watch Stadium. And Jonathan, uh, tell us who this game is brought to you by. Well, Coca-Cola is the official soft drink of LMU Athletics and a proud supporter of the LMU Sports Network. So if you're sitting at home watching the game or listening to the game, you can crack one open. A little refreshment for you while you watch the Lions tonight. The Lions, so far so good. Leading by 11, 26 to 15 with 7.58 to go in this first half as Cal Poly has it out of the timeout, working right to left. Toby Sanders. Covered by Quintana, picks up the dribble on the left post. Now works it back out left wing for Colby Rogers. Stops on a dime, fires the 15-footer and connects. And the former leading scorer for Cal Poly back in the lineup. As we said, a welcome sight for the sophomore from Georgia. Knocks down his second field goal, makes it a nine-point game. LMU trying to extend that lead. The Lions' offense has been prolific tonight inside. 16 points in the paint, just two for Cal Poly. Damian Douglas, we know he likes to operate inside at times. Swings it across to Jalen Anderson. Shot clock winding down to five. Cody Pugh hands off to Anderson. Has to fire at the end of the shot clock. And Travian, Jalen Anderson. Didn't have too much time to think about it with the shot clock winding down and splashes home with three to make it a 12-point LMU lead. Again, a big play from a young player. We've seen Jalen Anderson make big, very mature plays this season. Part of what makes him so special He's going to be very dangerous as he advances in his career, Jesse. A talented freshman player who's already had some nice moments as Rogers, well-contested three at top of the key off the mark. Lea Pepe takes the rebound, and the Lions push up the floor left to right. Anderson to Cody Pugh sets the feet for a left wing three. That's well off the mark. Rebound tap from Lea Pepe to Douglas, who finds Pugh under the rim, swatted from behind by Mark Crow on a good play defensively, and Cal Poly will push back off of that as Rogers lost his shoe, then slips on the floor, and then lost the basketball. And the Lions will get a free play out of it. Damian Douglas finishes, got undercut. Douglas not happy about it. Made the shot and the foul, and luckily is okay. That was a dangerous play. And you understand why Douglas was upset. The officials are going to review it. Uh, Douglas somehow finished that one. He'll get a three-point play opportunity. We'll get another look at it as well. Yeah, he said he had words for the defender on that one. Uh, count the basket, and officials will review the play. 
Well, you now have an extra chance to catch your Lions on Monday night at 6 p.m. when they will face off at California Baptist, face off with California Baptist. We'll have all the action from start to finish right here on the WCC Network. Myself and Jesse Cass will be on the call. The WCC Network, the home of Lions men's basketball. Oh, LME leads 31 to 17, six minutes and 20 seconds to go in this first half of play. Officials reviewing if there's a flagrant foul on the play for Damian Douglas, who made the basket. We'll have a free throw nonetheless, but could be more free throws and possession back to the Lions if they do indeed deem that a flagrant foul. Yeah, as you said, Jesse, a dangerous play to hit someone while they're in the air is, you know, especially when they're coming down and landing on a hard surface. Never a good thing. You never want to see a player go down that hard. Luckily, both athletes okay, but Damian Douglas understandably upset. Interested to see if we can get a second look at it and see what that brings, but yeah, it didn't, didn't look pretty from this end. I can say that for sure. Yeah, and obviously, luckily for Damian, who missed a whole year just this past year with an ankle injury that he, you know, didn't have a worse fall on a play where he gets undercut at the rim. So as it stands, Douglas is okay. He'll go to the line, and we'll see what the ruling is from the officials, mentioned the Lions lead 31-17. Douglas, as per usual, leading the way for the Lions. You mentioned after his past two really strong scoring performances, came in now leading the Lions in scoring on the season at just a hair under 14 a ball game. He already has seven. And we'll look to add to it at the line. LMU 62% from the field, Cal Poly at 40. But this is certainly the, the pace and the tempo that we've been used to seeing from the Lions this year after a more grinded out game the other night on Thursday. Yeah, I think that was definitely something that Stan Johnson and the rest of the coaching staff would have focused on with this Lions team is in increasing that pace of play. And you can see on the sideline there for Cal Poly as the officials reviewing this play, head coach John Smith still asking for clarification. And he and Stan Johnson now will go ahead and speak with the officials. But yeah, to your point there, Jesse, I think the pace of play has certainly been very, very important tonight, but you could see little glimmers of it throughout the season. LMU would get on these little spurts where they'd be very, very, very aggressive and then slow things down. I know in speaking with head coach Stan Johnson, he wants that energy and that aggression to be present throughout the whole game. Oh, will be a flagrant foul here. Two shots for Douglas. Oh, a chance for a four-point possession here for Douglas and then the ball back for the Lions so it could be a six or seven point possession when it's all said and done first free throw good from Douglas who's a 66% free throw shooter fouls on Mark Crow by the way the flagrant foul and second free throw is good as well for Douglas make it 33 17 as we said the Lions will keep possession off of the flagrant foul that might have been a heat of the moment thing for Mark Crow. Obviously, the senior, he's a very experienced player and usually more composed with that. But play goes on, 33-17 with under six and a half to go. Lions with Jalen Anderson, who will inbound, joined by Damian Douglas, Ivan Alipiev, Eli Scott, and Kelly Lea Pepe. Anderson to Scott at the rim. Crow at his back turn, and Scott just pushes it in two feet away and the Lions make it a six point possession and push the lead to 18, 35, 17, 609 to go in the first half. Good awareness play from the Lions there, especially from Scott. It was in his hands for about half a second before he just lobbed it up into the rim. Good stuff there. Stevenson working left wing covered by Alipiev up top for Keith Smith. 
Shot clock winding down on the Mustangs again. Stevenson down the middle of the lane, runs into the brick wall that is Leia Pepe and throws it out of bounds. Stevenson was looking for a whistle, but it goes back to the Lions with 5.49 to go in this first half. 9-0 run for LMU. As you mentioned, six of them just came on the last possession, but 9-0 run and really taking firm control of this ball game right now. Yeah, the defense working well, too. Three turnovers for Cal Poly in the last two minutes and some change. And they're going back to Lea Pepe and his defense. The scouting report, you often hear that he's undersized, but he certainly doesn't play like it. As he looks to work on the offensive end here, spins in the lane, feeds Scott, kicks it out right corner to an open. Alipiev for three. Trevian! Trevon Alipiev knocks it down, and the Lions lead by 21. They might have called that a long two. Let's see if we get that one sorted out. Either way, it's a made basket for Alipiev. And the Lions cruising along once again. Colby Rogers up top for Brantley. Stevenson looks to answer with a straightaway three and does. Smooth looking release from the top of the key for Stevenson. Makes it 37 to 20. That Alipiev shot ruled as a two. So we'll call it a Dubien. And the Lions <laughs> lead by 17. Well, Stevenson looking very comfortable tonight when the ball's in his hands. You can tell, you know, even though he's very tall, he's an incredible ball handler and obviously has the range to make the three. Jalen Anderson kicks it to Leia Pepe to Alipia with the extra pass. Left corner three is short, and Keith Smith gets the rebound. Now working with a head of steam down the center of the floor. Poked away by Anderson and picked up by Douglas. Now the Lions look to push with numbers as Douglas gives to Scott, back to Douglas. Pump fakes, works down the right baseline, levitates, throws it down. Oh, and an offensive foul. Oh my goodness, Damian Douglas took flight and had it wiped away with the offensive foul. Stan Johnson is incensed on the Lions sideline. And officials talking it over with Stan Johnson. We've talked about this a few times, Jonathan. For whatever reason, in the college game compared to the pros, block charge call is always different. Yeah, it's interesting, Jesse. You know, it, it looked from our perspective like, you know, th there was definitely contact, but it was just a hard play. I mean, when someone launches off the ground like that, it's contact is inevitable. But again, it looks like Stan Johnson. You rarely see that. The call been reversed so count the dunk whoa <laughs> and Douglas to the line so put that one on the highlight reel officially <laughs> an incredible finish for Douglas he'll miss on the free throw settle for the two 39 to 20 LMU in front with 418 to go I don't think he's gonna lose any sleep over missing that free throw <laughs> as Haroma will turn around hook shot no good rebound popped around and taken by Eli Scott and the Lions with a 19-point lead in their pocket, work left to right. Jalen Anderson puts it on the floor, down the right side, kicks it left wing for Quintana, run off the three-point line. No look inside for Markison, who's hacked and fouled as he tried to put it up. Only thing the 5'10 Cameron Pierce could do to stop the 7'3 Markison from going up. So Markison will go to the free throw line when we come back from the timeout on the floor. 3.55 to go here in this first half of play. LMU 39, Cal Poly 20 on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. We'll be back.
to 20 as the Lions have a huge lead. I'm excited about this game. Listen, as you guys know, it is the holidays, and I'm in a great mood, so I want to give away a T-shirt right here, right now. All you have to do is check out our story on at LMU Lions on Instagram and let me know I want the shirt. This shirt right here, of course not the one off my back. Now, fans, if you'd like to uh, check out all the new gear for the 2021 season, be sure to check out LMULions.com forward slash Adidas. All right, Jesse, this game is exciting. Let's get back to it. <laughs> yeah, it certainly is, Frenchie. The Lions lighting it up and throwing some highlight dunks in there as well, shooting 64% from the field and lead by 19. As Markson goes to the line, he makes the first. Now two of three at the line tonight. Six points and four rebounds for the senior big man. We'll shoot one more. 40 to 20, Lions have the Mustangs doubled up. The second free throw good as well from Markison. So it's a 15 to three run for the Lions. They try to close out in these final three minutes and change. A very strong first half of play. Cameron Pierce on the right wing for Cal Poly. Picks up the dribble and gives it up top for Brantley Stevenson covered by Quintana. Well, pick and pop with Karoma. Pass mishandled momentarily, but Karoma recovers. Now hands off to Colby Rogers. Rogers with the shot clock winding down. Hands off for Crow for the left wing three. It's the hair long off the iron. Rebound collected by Eli Scott. And they'll take it left right at the center of the floor. Works around a Marcuson screen. Keeps the dribble alive. Down the lane, kicks it to Anderson. Up top for Douglas. Sets the feet for a straightaway three. Off the side of the iron. And the rebound taken by Colby Rogers and Cal Poly. Well, look to quickly attack. Pass inside for Karoma. Tipped out to Stevenson. Met by swarming Lion defense. And now Kyle Polly works in the half-court set. I love the confidence that this Lions team is playing with. Jesse, you mentioned it's been a great first half offensively for the Lions, but defensively, too. Two shot clock violations and nearly a third one in the possession before this. Joe Quintana will pick up his third foul and likely have to sit for the half. Only four team fouls for the Lions as a whole. So we'll see Parker George in for his second time this season. He's played in one game thus far. The senior in his second season at LMU. So Dorch in the ball game. Alipia back in as well. They're joined by Anderson, Douglas, and Markison for Cal Poly. They have Cameron Pierce along with Brantley Stevenson, Colby Rogers, Mark Crow, and Hank Hollinsworth. As Pierce off a of Hollinsworth screen, working the middle lane, little step back, fall away, jumper is good, rainbow over two line defenders. Nice shot from Cameron Pierce, and it makes it 41-22, LMU in front. A tricky shot there by Pierce, credit to him. It was a difficult one to make in traffic, but the step back two worked. Lions still lead, 41-22. Jalen Anderson, a right corner jumper, that one is short. Then a loose ball foul, and the rebound will go against the Lions. It'll be on Markison, his first of the ball game, 15 foul for the Lions will give it back to the Mustangs. Despite a couple fouls in a row, I think Jesse in the last couple games, the Lions have done a good job of trying to rein in some of the foul trouble they've had in the past. Yeah, it certainly seems to be a point of emphasis. Only five team fouls for the Lions with 2.22 remaining in the half, so something they would certainly take. It's Cameron Pierce weaving around the lane. Wheels around the basket, takes the left corner for Rogers. Goes back to Pierce, who had a foot on the near sideline, turnover for Cal Poly. Will be their 10th. And for all you listening and watching out there, we want to remind you to stay up to date with the latest information from LMU men's basketball head coach Stan Johnson. 
by signing up for the new standard newsletter featuring exclusive basketball content straight from the coach's desk. Visit lmulions.com backslash lionmail for more information. LMU operates offensively and another whistle and a foul. It'll be on Marcusin again. So his second personal. 16 foul for the Lions. Kelly Lea Pepe will return. Markson will get a breather. 41-22, LMU in front. Lions looking to close out what's been an excellent first half strong. LMU 59% from the field. Cal Poly at 40. The Lions do have also seven extra shot attempts. And 10 assists on 16 made field goals as well. So great ball movement, great defense, and trying to close out the half strong, as we said, as Cal Poly works with it right to left. Brantley Stevenson in and out with the dribble on the left wing. Now that down the middle of the lane, kicks it for Pearson. He shuffled the feet for a travel. We'll give it back to the Lions with 1.40 to go here in this first half. LMU has done a great job defensively this evening, but their offense has worked well and capitalized off the opportunities the defense is leaving them. LMU with 10 points off turnovers this evening, leading the rebounding game as well, Jesse, 14-9. to Yeah, really getting it done in all facets of the game. And trying to go into the half on a high note. Lions lead by 19. They've led by as much as 21 in the ball game as Eli Scott, Kelalea Pepe play catch up behind the three-point line. Scott bounces in for Douglas, stripped from behind and lost the basketball. And Cal Poly comes away with the steal as Colby Rogers Oh, around the back dribble and an offensive foul. Joe Quintana took the charge. Something that risky play with three fouls, but it worked perfectly. And instead, Colby Rogers picks up his third personal foul. And he'll have to check out here for the Mustangs as Keith Smith will return for Cal Poly. Yeah, call it gutsy, call it a confidence play, call it what you will. A good one there from Joe Quintana. He's got six tonight, despite the three personal fouls. He has not missed yet. Eli Scott going left post in the work against Pro. Left hand turnaround halfway down but would not fall. Rebound batted around. Eli Scott pleading that it's Lion Ball. But Cal Poly will get it off the tip away on the rebound and work right to left as we approach one minute to play in the half. 41-22 lead for LMU. And Collinsworth, right wing for Kobe Sanders. Sanders covered by Douglas, goes up top for Smith. Hands off to Crow for the left corner three. That's short. Rebound taken by Douglas. And the Lions have the basketball. Stan Johnson holds the hands out to slow the pace and work in the half court. 40 seconds to go in the half as Joe Quintana will dribble and hand off to Damian Douglas. Center of the floor. He now bounces right post for Eli Scott. Pass fake with two defenders in the vicinity and then he dragged the pivot foot and traveled. So both teams in a drought here. Lions Three and a half minutes without a point, and Cal Poly over two minutes as both teams have kind of stumbled to the finish line here at the end of the first half. Gillamu is just getting a little bit antsy here. Potentially some excitement with the lead that they have going into the half, but they're going to have to maintain their composure. You see how quickly things can change in this game. Shot clock dark for Cal Poly. They can hold for a final shot of the half as Keith Smith has it at the L of the LMU logo, center of the floor. Covered by Quintana, works around a couple of screens into the right corner, down the baseline, knocked out of bounds off of Smith. Be Lion basketball with exactly one second left in the half. They'll have to go length of the floor to get a shot off. We'll see if they can do it here with Eli Scott to inbound, and Stan Johnson doesn't want to let any opportunity slip by. He'll call a timeout. 
here for the Lions and try to draw up a play to get a shot off here with one second to go in the half. Couldn't quite tell if it was Leia Pepe who knocked it away or Smith just mishandled it on the baseline there, but either way, not how you want to end the half, especially trailing like this. You want to be able to get that extra shot off, but with exactly one second on the clock, interesting to see, interested to see what, what LMU is going to do off the inbound. Yeah, LMU took the 41-22 lead at the 247 mark. Neither team has scored since. And for the Lions, three turnovers in the past four minutes. Cal Poly with five turnovers in the past five minutes. So he said both teams kind of sluggish ending to this half. Lions do have that 19-point cushion to work with, but you know Stan Johnson wants to play a more perfect game, so I'm sure he'll have words for his team at halftime despite the lead. Lions will get one final look here with one second left in the half, leading by 19. Eli Scott to cue it in. They'll launch the pass, looking for Lea Pepe. Ball knocked away. Lea Pepe has it fall in his hands. Not sure if he got it off in time, but misses, and the Lions lead by 19 at the half. Yeah, 41-22 is the halftime buzzer rings. It's a good one here so far in just a minute. We'll get Jesse Cass to have a word with head coach Stan Johnson as he heads into the locker room. Jesse, as he was saying, you know, despite the good score and the big buffer, always things to clean up. Now joined by head coach Stan Johnson. Stan, great first half. You guys really played with a great tempo and pace, moved the basketball. What did you see in that first half of play? Yeah, I thought we played better, you know, better than the last time we were out offensively. You know, we moved, we got in transition. We're doing a better job of cutting, doing a better job of driving, trying to find each other. But same story, we got to take care of the ball. I wasn't happy with our turnovers. I mean, they're careless and reckless. Yeah. We got to do a better job in the second half of taking care of the basketball. All right, folks, we'll look forward Thanks. to that. Thank you for your time. Cool. We've heard from interviews in the past from both Stan Johnson and the players that they want to have 12 turnovers or less, and that's a maximum per game. Eight so far going into the half, so it would be 16 total if they're on that, on that trajectory. But so far, LMU still maintaining that pretty big lead. We want to remind you that this halftime interview was brought to you by SEIA, a sponsor of LMU Athletics. SEIA offers investment management and financial services to investors and corporations. For more information, you can go to SEIA.com. As of the Lions lead, 41-22 at the break. And we will take a quick break. We'll be back with more halftime analysis when we come back here in the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. Don't go away.
South Bay BMW Halftime Report, South Bay BMW Mini Volvo located on Hawthorne Boulevard in Torrance. Welcome back, everybody. Jesse Cass and Jesse Cass and Jonathan Grace here with you at halftime. And Jonathan, LMU with a really strong first half of play, 41 to 22. Slight hiccup there at the end with a little bit of turnovers and stagnation at the end, but overall a really strong first half of play. Well, Jesse, as we were talking about, this Lions team is playing with a whole nother level of confidence from what we're used to seeing. I think it doesn't hurt, of course, that we're here at home in Hank's house in Gerson Pavilion where they are still undefeated this season. Uh, but also, LMU is trying some new things against Cal Poly. We're seeing some more riskier offensive plays, some more riskier reaches defensively, but so far it's working. I know you were speaking with Coach at the halftime, and you're saying they want to limit those turnovers. He still feels they're a little bit careless. Yeah, eight first-half turnovers for LMU, but overall, as we mentioned, offensively, lines over 50%, defensively holding Cal Poly in the 40% range. So strong first half for the Lions. They were really led, again, by Damian Douglas, and we've seen... Douglas now consistently be dominant for the Lions. He's leading the team in scoring at nearly 14 points per ball game. He had a career high 23 last week and continuing to progress game after game after game. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we were saying before as well on the broadcast, he and Eli Scott are pretty much neck and neck scoring wise. And that's really exciting to see these two Lions duking it out uh, for who can put up the bigger offensive numbers. And, you know, for Damian to be putting up big numbers against a player as prolific scoring wise as Eli Scott, I think is a good sign for the rest of the season. He has not missed a beat this year. And we're seeing contributions up and down the lineup, and that's really what we've seen from LMU in their wins this season. Now four and three, looking to make it five and three this year. Uh, and we've seen again, Matias Markison chipping in, Eli Scott doing his thing. We mentioned Damian, Joe Quintana. There's so many weapons for this Lions team that really seem to be hitting their stride at the same time. Yeah, oftentimes when you see Matias come off the court after playing a couple of minutes, it's due to either foul trouble or, you know, maybe not being as comfortable as he would. But uh, this time, I think it was just to give him a breather. When Kelly replaced him, he came in with a bunch of high fives and butt slaps from the team. He's <laughs> looking good tonight, Jesse. Yeah, certainly. And, and for Cal Poly, you look at them, they're obviously missing a, a few pieces on their team and, and getting some back. We saw Colby Rogers play well for them, knock down a couple of shots, but deal with three fouls and foul trouble for them. They seem like they're just still trying to find their footing offensively and in, in their rhythm as a team. Well, again, Jesse, this is their first road game of the season. We mentioned that earlier. So, you know, I, I think they are still trying to find their footing. It's always interesting playing your first road game, especially in a weird year and in interesting college basketball season like this. Yeah, obviously in these times it's tough. And for Cal Poly, interesting facts about them on the road. Of course, they've been, you know, getting new young players and new talents and not necessarily the same team that they had a year ago or previous years. But they were 0-15 on the road last year, and they're 2-42 and in the last three years on the road. So obviously tough numbers there for Cal Poly. And, and the Lions, we know, 4-0 at home so far this year. Yeah, both these teams pretty comfortable at home. We mentioned uh, just these two teams specifically, they're undefeated against each other in their home arena. So uh, both of these teams making full use of the full court advantage, or the home court advantage, I should say. And Jonathan, you mentioned specifically for the Lions, three-point shooting. We know they were, able to, they were able to manage to get a win in their last ball game despite shooting very poorly from downtown. Tonight, not prolific, but still much better than we saw the other night. And that's been a theme in the Lions much of the Lions wins as well. Well, I think the big thing, Jesse, is they switched on that three-point shooting a little bit earlier than normal. You know, we've seen Alipiev take a couple, Damian Douglas with a pair of them. So I think that's been really good for the Lions to see. Jalen Anderson also, uh, we've seen a couple key three balls from him, but he's a player that's looked really good despite his young age. Yeah, and we know Damian Douglas, who've been singing his praises. It's well-deserved, not only the 11 points to lead all scorers, but a monumental, monstrous poster dunk that, uh, 
initially was ruled a charge, but was overturned, luckily, for, for Damien and the Lions. So we'll step aside for a quick break. But you're watching LNU Lions basketball where the Lions lead by 19 here on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. We'll be back. Welcome back for the South Bay BMW Halftime Report. South Bay BMW Mini Volvo, located on Hawthorne Boulevard in Torrance. And welcome back once again, everybody. Jesse Cass joined by Jonathan Grace as the LMU Lions prepare for the second half against Cal Poly. 41-22 lead for LMU right now. And Jonathan mentioned solid first half for LMU. Of course, shot 57%, held Cal Poly to 38%, out-rebounded Cal Poly by five. Obviously, all those things, if you continue those in the second half, you're going to win the ball game. So, said, what's the key for the Lions to make sure those th those trends continue? I think really the big thing is just keep doing what they're doing. Limit those turnovers, you know, in, in a game where they're scoring as prolifically as they are, especially from the field, it's not as much of an issue. But, you know, as you heard at halftime when you were speaking with the coach, something they definitely want to clean up. It's been kind of a, a thing that's been plaguing them all season. So, they can clean up those turnovers. Man, you know, I don't even want to predict what numbers they can put up in the second. Yeah, and you certainly don't want to look past the current opponent and the current second half upcoming, but we know that the Lions have added a game to their schedule with Cal Baptist on Monday. They potentially have another game uh, to finish out non-conference as well that could be scheduled as well. So ordinarily, this looked like this could have been the end of non-conference. There will be more for the Lions, and really now playing from Thursday to Saturday to Monday, a chance to 
play with great rhythm and, and develop that rhythm, and we're seeing that from the Lions from one game to the next. Well, I think that's been a very, very important thing, Jesse, is, is just keeping that momentum going once they establish it. We've seen it in game situations, and again, in the last couple games at home, as it applies to full games as well. So I think the Lions, again, just got to keep doing what they're doing. It's crazy to say that they're down to 57% shooting on the half. They were up as high as, I think, 66 at one point. So uh, I think the Lions are just, you know, keep taking the shots they're taking, uh, but try to clean it up there a little bit in terms of foul troubles. Yeah. And you mentioned we heard Stan Johnson talk about wanting to clean up the turnovers. The Lions did have four turnovers in the last four minutes, counting for half of their eight turnovers total. They did, of course, force Cal Poly into 13 turnovers, but the point is still there for Stan Johnson and his Lions. In the games they have struggled this year, you mentioned foul trouble and turnovers have both been factors. Yeah, I think so. And, and the same here tonight. We see, honestly, Joe Quintana had to take a seat with three fouls. So uh, we'll see. Obviously, he will play more minutes in the second half, but he's got to keep it clean as well. We've seen a couple fouls on both sides, though, to be fair. But, you know, I think this Cal Poly team uh, is really going to have their hands full with LMU. As you said, you never want to look past the current or the next opponent. But I think LMU, again, is playing with a whole nother level of confidence that we really haven't seen consistently all season. It's exciting to watch. Yeah, LMU looking for their third win in a row. And former manager Lou Brown in Major League Two once said, you win one, that's a win. You win two, that's two in a row. You win three, that's called a winning streak. So <laughs> LMU trying to put together a winning streak here with their third win in a row, and they're 20 minutes away from doing it. Well, wouldn't that be nice both for this team and, of course, for head coach Stan Johnson. You know, it's his first year as a head coach uh, at the collegiate level, really in, in any major job, but also, you know, he, he's coming to this Lions program and he's made so many changes, uh, you know, not only personnel-wise, but mindset-wise. And, you know, it's really exciting to see those things start to come into fruition successfully. We've seen the pace of play and we've talked about that. The Lions have come out very quick and very aggressive tonight and again makes for a really exciting game yeah and that has been a big emphasis we know the Lions as we we've talked about a little bit here tonight played a kind of grinded out slower basketball game on Thursday that pace and tempo has been up for LMU and it's been noticeable in this first half performance yeah absolutely and I think again if LMU can carry that momentum into that second half that would be good for them as we'll take another break here and get ready for the second half here watching on the LMU Sports Network and the WCC Network on Watch Stadium here with you as the LMU Lions lead by 19 at the half, 41 to 22. And we get ready for the second half of play, Jonathan. We broke it down at halftime, but certainly for the Lions outside of that final three minutes, you'd look for more of the same for them to 
transform into their fifth win of the season. Yeah, I think Damian Douglas, Eli Scott, the big scores have to keep doing what they're doing. It's nice to see Eli Scott with eight points in the first half. You know, sometimes he does wait to turn on that scoring until the second, but he has been pretty prolific here. We obviously know how dangerous of a player Eli can be. He can facilitate, he can pass, he plays really, really strong defense, and obviously offensive, offensively, He's a, he's a force to be reckoned with. And Eli Scott will inbound for the Lions to begin the second half. LME will start with the ball. Starting five on the floor of Jalen Anderson, Joe Quintana, Damian Douglas, Eli Scott, and Kelly Lea Pepe. The Lions work right to left in the second half of play. For Cal Poly, they have Keith Smith along with Colby Rogers, Mark Crow, Ali Caroma, and ha Hank Hollinsworth. It's a good ball move from the Lions. Gets Anderson an open left wing three off the mark. Tip jam is good from Damian Douglas. Put another one on the highlight reel. The Lions open the second half emphatically. Well, it's got to be Douglas, doesn't it, on a play like that. Fantastic stuff for number one in white. He's been electric all evening. 13 points and five rebounds for the redshirt sophomore. And LMU leads by 21, 43 to 22. As Hollinsworth, top of the key, right wing for Crow. Double teamed in the corner, dribbles away from it, goes up top to Coroma. Well contested, top of the key three with the shot clock winding down. Off the front rim, and Jalen Anderson takes the rebound and now races into the front court. Down to the right baseline, now backs up the dribble, finds Douglas. Extra pass to Quintana, another extra pass to Scott. He'll pass on the three, said roll it down to Lea Pepe in the paint, and a three-second violation. So maybe one extra pass too many. Obviously, great to be unselfish, great ball movement, but lines pass up. Couple open shots there that would have been wide open looks. Yeah, one open shot, you think, oh, maybe he just didn't see how open he was, but I'm really surprised Quintana didn't take that. He didn't have anyone, you know, he was socially distant up there, six feet in either direction, <laughs> didn't take the top. Didn't yeah, take the, uh, the the shot, I should say. As you say, you credit the, the unselfish nature. Quintana, though, you know, well over 40% from three on the year. Eli Scott has yet to make a three, so you want Quintana to knock that one down from distance, but the Lions will retreat defensively as Cal Poly Again, working up against the shot clock. Keith Smith, nice drive and kick to Crow. Open left wing three is good. And Mark Crow knocks it down. The senior forward connects on his second field goal of the game. It's 43-25. LMU in front with 18 minutes and 18 seconds to go in the second half. It's Kelly Lea Pepe, head of steam to the right block, stops on the block and now kicks it back out for Anderson. He'll come up and set him a screen. Anderson down the lane to the basket. Scoop layup off the mark and the rebound taken by Hollinsworth and Cal Poly will push into the front court. Keith Smith pull up jumper 15 feet away is good. Back to back baskets for the Mustangs makes it a 16 point game. LMU in front 43 to 27. I think the Lions actually look a lot slower now coming out of this halftime break into the second half and Cal Poly by contrast is playing with a lot more regression. Yeah, Cal Poly trying to find that sense of urgency as Eli Scott spinning on the left block and misses. He wanted a foul but will not get it and Cal Poly Looks to run. Colby Rogers transition three is good. Colby Rogers knocks it down, and Cal Poly has rattled off seven straight points, and the Lions will need to talk it over, actually make it eight straight points. 43 to 30. Stan Johnson and the Lions will call for time, and we'll step aside for time as well. 17.25 to go in the second half of play. LMU 43, Cal Poly 30 on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium.
sponsor of LMU Athletics. UCU offers customized financial solutions for LMU faculty, staff, students, and alumni, and their immediate families. For more information, you can go to ucu.org slash LMU. Oh, Jonathan, LMU has led by as much as 21. It's a 13-point lead right now on an 8-0 run from Cal Poly, and credit Cal Poly for bringing the energy out of the second half, and certainly Stan Johnson calling that timeout to get his team re-energized after kind of a sluggish start to the second half for the Lions. I think that's exactly it, uh, Jesse. I think LMU just came out a lot slower than the Mustangs did, and you could see that, obviously, in the 8-0 run they put up. Douglas, drive, kick to Quintana. Extra pass left corner for Alipiev. Beats to Scott. Zips it right corner for Douglas. Three on the way. Off the back rim, no. Markison rips the rebound away in traffic. Kicks it to Alipiev for a left-wing three. In and out, no good, and Karoma will pick up the rebound. Couple open looks for the Lions that they could not cash in. And now the Mustangs look to push. Smith down the lane, blocked on his layup attempt, but it'll stay Mustang basketball. 43 to 30. 16.53 to go here in the second half. Not sure if it was Quintana who got an arm on it. Yeah, both Quintana and Markison in the area, but Quintana was definitely on the heels of Smith on the play as Smith tosses into Hollinsworth, who hands back to the six-foot senior point guard. Top for Ali Karoma. Now on the right wing to Colby Rogers. The Mustangs move it around the perimeter. Now nine on the shot clock. Back in the hands of Karoma. Goes to Crow. Shot clock down to four. Keith Smith will have to fire a three. It was blocked again by Quintana. And the Lions pick up the basketball as Eli Scott will bring it up the near side of the floor. Goes cross side to Douglas. To Alipia. Finds an open Markison who levitates high and flushes home a two-handed jam and the Lions get a much-needed basket to stop that 8-0 run and re regain a bigger hold on the lead 15 points for the Lions. I think this is similar to how they actually started the game now is how they're playing nearly forcing a shot clock violation and then easy baskets with good ball movement on the other end. I think when LMU moves the ball well their offensive prowess is, is a lot higher. Hollinsworth Bad pass stolen by Douglas, and the Lions look to push as Quintana to Eli Scott. Euro step to the rim. Counted and one. Eli Scott, you know, he loves to go to that left hand. Lays it in and a chance for a three-point play. When we come back from another timeout on the floor. 15.49 to go in the second half. LMU in front, 47-30 on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium.
incredible game here, fans, right now going on here at Gerson Pavilion. But right now, it is time for our fan of the game. Today, we would like to acknowledge Joe Testa. Now, he's been a longtime Lions fan and says that as much as he's been enjoying the games from home, he can't wait to get right back here to the live action. Joe, we want to thank you so much for your continued support and fans. If you'd like to be a, a, a recognized at a future game, be sure to visit lmulines.com forward slash fan photos. All right, Jesse, back to you. Thank you very much, Frenchie, and thanks to our fan of the game, Joe Testa. The Lions lead by 17, 47 to 30. Eli Scott looking to complete a three-point play here out of the timeout. The free throw is short for the senior. Markison able to tip it off the fingertips of Cal Poly. Last touch by Tuka Yakola, who just checked in, played very briefly in the first half, but they'll give the Lions another opportunity at the possession where they already have two points in their pocket in this possession. And Joe Quintana to inbound. And despite the missed free throw there from Eli Scott, LMU now is another opportunity to work it offensively. Joe Quintana guarded tightly by Keith Smith, so he goes to Damian Douglas, finds Eli Scott on the left wing, crossing over. Get into the rim and drawing another foul as Eli Scott. You now he's so dangerous, especially when he has a head of steam like that to build momentum and attack the basket. So strong going to the rim and will earn another trip to the free throw line. Well, as we mentioned earlier, how easy it is to get a, a charged call, a charged foul called on you. Eli Scott has such good awareness, even with all that speed and momentum. Part of what makes him so dangerous inside. Such a well-rounded player, Eli Scott. A very, knocks, very knocks mature play. From, very mature play from the senior. Sorry, Jesse. All good. It's 18-point lead for the Lions. You see Eli Scott, senior out of Chino Hills, star-studded high school championship team, which is well represented in the professional ranks with, Le with Lamelo and Lonzo Ball in particular, but Anieko Okongwu, who is also the sit number six pick in the draft this year. All high school teammates of Eli Scott, who makes both free throws, and the Lions lead 49 to 30. 15, 17 to go here in the second half as Smith finds Hollinsworth open free throw line jumper in and out, no good. Offensive board by Akola. Able to pass it back out and reset the possession for Cal Poly. Brantley Stevenson, who had a nice first half, bounces inside, left block for Akola. Picks up the dribble, passes back out toward midcourt to Smith with seven on the shot clock. Trying to create, met on the switch by Scott. Step back straightaway, jumper is an air ball. And then there'll be Lion basketball out of bounds as they get another stop. And Jonathan, that's been a theme. Cal Poly really having to work hard on their offensive possessions. They had a little bit of success at the beginning of the half, pushing the ball, but in general, they've been up against the shot clock pretty much all night long. I think LMU did a good job out of that timeout. Stan Johnson called of just reorganizing and, and matching Cal Poly's momentum. We've seen this a couple times tonight, Jesse, when they've put Cal Poly. Oh my goodness, Damian Douglas again, like a bullet train down the lane for a two-handed stuff. It's becoming a regular occurrence, but yet another highlight dunk and play from Damian Douglas, lines lead by 21. Yeah, let me be putting on a bit of a clinic here, scoring-wise, especially inside. We mentioned points in the paint now up to 30 for the Lions. At 30 to four, make it 30 to six. There's a nice drive by Cameron Pierce. Left-hand finish on the right side of the rim. That's 51-32 as the Lions work right to left in this second half. 
Eli Scott surveying the scene from the center of the floor. Goes to Ivan Alipiev, crosses over, down lane, dumps it for Markison. And the big man rises high to throw it down. And the Lions continuing to feast at the rim. Push that lead back to 21. We mentioned the rim on the right side of the court might need some maintenance. How about the left side, too, with all the abuse it's getting from this Lions team? And the 7-3 Markson doing pull-ups on the rim <laughs> on that one. And the Lions match their largest lead of the night as Cameron Pierce to Yakola, right corner to Crow, back out to Stevenson, trying to race past Alipiev, swatted by Alipiev into the hands of Kohler, flips up the layup, can't get it to fall, and Markson collects the rebound. Lions lift to run once again with Eli Scott, the point forward, galloping to the rim, and fouled on the pass off. They'll stay Lion basketball, just the third team foul for Cal Poly. 53-32 lead for LMU. And Parker Dorch and Jalen Anderson return. Quintana and Scott will each get a breather. Three Lions now in double digits. Scott with 12, the big man with 11, and Damian Douglas, who's been the star of the show tonight, with 15. As Douglas controls top of the key, gives to Jalen Anderson. Anderson on the right wing behind the arc. It's a screen now from Markison. Drives, kicks it left corner to Douglas. Trying to go cross-court. Dangerous pass thrown away into the hands of Stevenson. As Brantley Stevenson will work with the basketball. Crosses over. Step back. Straight away three. Short. And Jalen Anderson rises high for a rebound. And again looks to push. Racing up the floor. And his pass deflected as he tried to look for Douglas. And that'll stay Lion basketball. Official initially pointed to Cal Poly, which Stan Johnson was hopping mad on the sideline, but it will stay Lion basketball with 12.54 to go in this second half, and the Lions in front by 21. You can see Matias went over and said, no, 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 that was clearly a tip. I think maybe just a little error on the part of the officials, but pretty easy call on that one, so Lions regain possession. Well, LMU has it. 53-32 advantage. Jalen Anderson controlling for the Lions. We'll hand off to Douglas and come Left wing to Ivana Lipiev. Goes back to the freshman point guard, Anderson, with 12 on the shot clock. Finds Lipiev relocated in the left post. Kicks it up top for Anderson. Passed on an open three and then traveled. And Jonathan, that's one of those maybe thinking, trying to do too much. Anderson had a couple feet in front of him for an open three, but instead whistled for the, the walking violation. Yeah, we've seen that a couple times from Jalen Anderson. Maybe just a little bit of excitement. Again, mentioned such a young player, but he makes really big plays. We told you he's a freshman. A lot of you wouldn't believe it with how he plays on the court, both offensively and defensively, but no one is immune from errors. Alipia picks up a foul away from the ball. First team foul for the Lions in the second half. For Anderson, he is just one of six from the field, but he does have three points, three rebounds, and four assists in setting the table for his teammates here tonight. The Lions who lead by 21, 53 to 32, 12-22 to go in this second half. Yakola hands off for Colby Rogers. Mets drive for stride by Douglas, so he works a right wing to Cameron Pierce. Takes it left corner for Tyson Kohler, who's fouled on the three-point attempt. One of those fouls where George just kind of put his hand on the chest of Kohler, not pushing too much, but anytime you kind of reach out and touch the player while they're shooting, that's going to be a foul, and it'll be three shots at the line for Kohler. Yeah, you don't, you never want to foul the shooter, especially when it's from that distance. One of those unforced errors for the Lions, one of those things that Stan Johnson was talking about cleaning up for this LMU team in the second half. Still with a size of a lead, 32-53, with 12 minutes to go. Still a lot to clean up for this team. 
Dyson Kohler knocks down the first two. 75% free throw shooter. First points of the game for Kohler. Freshman out of Salt Lake City. Drink four points and six and a half rebounds on the year. Has been quiet tonight. Kalilea Pepe back in for the Lions. And Ali Coroma back in for Cal Poly. Has one more free throw coming for Kohler. Kohler knocks down all three. Makes it an 18-point ball game. 53 to 35. With 12.09 to go in this second half of play. 2-1, or 2-2-1, rather, full-court pressure from the Mustangs. Lions got it to the mid-court line, but then throw it away. And Cal Poly off the turnover, looking to push. Pierce, strong, aggressive drive, but was well-contested by Dortch, and the Lions come away with the rebound as Alipiev races up the far side of the floor, now slows the pace and leaves it off for Jalen Anderson. Anderson to Damian Douglas, right side to Parker Dortch, and now over to Ivana Alipiev. Shot clock at 15 for the Lions, who operate on the perimeter behind the arc. Anderson steps into the long two ball and knocks it down from 18 feet away. Jalen Anderson that time ready to shoot it and knocks it down. The Lions lead 55-35. Not the, not the first time this season we've seen an impressive long two ball from the freshman. Obviously that game against Southern Utah had the buzzer beater step back too. That sealed the deal. Anderson now with five points and four assists as Follow-away jumper from Cameron Pierce. Pierce has had a nice ball game here tonight. Now with eight points, a couple of made jump shots, and makes it an 18-point game again with 11 minutes to play, 55-37. Lions with the basketball and the lead. Jalen Anderson around a layup, Pepe screen. Gives top key to Dortch, who hands back to Anderson, and now will hand it off to Alicia. Wheeling around a couple of screens, but one of those will be an illegal screen from Leia Pepe. An offensive foul will send us to a timeout on the floor. 10.48 to go in the second half. Lions lead by 18 here on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. We'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. Jonathan Grace joined by Jesse Cass. We just want to remind you that Superior Tours is the exclusive transportation provider of LMU Athletics. You can get more information on your needs by contacting Superior Tours. Jesse, we've got a good one here for LMU, 55-37 with 10.48 to go. Yeah, LMU has really been in the driver's seat all night long. They have not trailed in the ball game. They've led by as much as 21. They had a little bit of a slow start to begin the second half when Cal Poly cut the lead to 13, but since then, 
after a timeout from Stan Johnson. LMU has been back in their form as Douglas trying to reach in for a steal, but instead we whistled for a reach in foul in his second personal. Unlucky there for Douglas. It was a little bit of an offensive lapse there from the Mustangs and LMU, specifically Douglas, was trying to capitalize on that. Unfortunately, the foul got in the way. LMU's defense so far has been pretty incredible tonight. Defensive rebounding wise, 17 to 11 in favor of the Lions. And LMU is out rebounding the Mustangs total in total, 24 to 16. And you highlighted it, Jonathan. Points in the paint, 32 to six in favor of the Lions. And LMU with four three-pointers as well to go along with those point paints as Cal Poly operates with the basketball. All thrown in the left post for Coroma. Turnaround, baby hook shot with the right hand is no good. And Douglas able to collect his sixth rebound of the ball game. And as the Lions look to go up the floor, a bump and a foul in the left post on Coroma will be his fourth personal foul. So he's in trouble with four personals, just five points, and a light night for Coroma so far as Hank Collinsworth will return for Cal Poly with 10-14 remaining in this second half. 55-37, LMU in front. You see on the video stream with us the rows and socially distanced benches for both teams, which is the norm this season as Lions off the inbound, find a leap. You have straightaway three, in and out no good, and Hollinsworth claims the rebound inside, and Cal Poly will work left to right with Keith Smith crossing over. Met by Quintana on the left wing, goes to Stevenson, tries to put the dribble down, and he's bumped and fouled by Alipiev, who's not happy with the call. It'll be the second on the junior. Now the 15th foul for the Lions in the second half. Fans, the WCC Network is your home for all West Coast Conference live games. The WCC Network delivers West Coast Conference live games, WCC All Access, and exclusive coverage from every WCC championship and tournament. Don't miss a minute of the action. Visit WCCSports.com from your smartphone, tablet, web, or connected TV. The WCC Network, all the action, anytime, anywhere. The shot clock winding down on the Mustangs. Rogers fires up the three. Damian Douglas was right there to make it a difficult attempt. It's an air ball out of bounds. It'll go back to the Lions. 9.37 to go here in this second half. LMU, we said they had that, that cushion in the first half of play. They're actually being outscored in this second half by one, but still maintaining a large lead at 18. The halftime lead was 19 as Stan Johnson trying to get the offense moving, screaming out the play from the sideline. Tana goes to Eli Scott, now to Leia Pepe over to Damian Douglas along the right sideline. Bounces to Eli Scott in the right corner with eight on the shot clock. Across the lane, kicks to Leia Pepe, pumps on the three, spins down the lane to the rim and draws a foul. And Jonathan, it's not always the case that your 6-6 super forward in Kelly Leia Pepe can put it on the floor like that and create off a spin move and get himself a trip to the line. Well, Kelly just keeps showing us game after game why he's so dangerous and seems he keeps pulling things out of his tool belt. He can shoot three, he can score inside, he can spin like a running back apparently as well. So 55-37, Kelly's going to get a chance to tack on a couple more, and he does. Oh, I know Kelly, of course, from Melbourne, Australia. No stranger to rugby. I'm sure that uh, that spin move was utilized in, in other sports <laughs> as well. 
but he's certainly quite the basketball player, as you mentioned. He knocked down the first free throw and has one more coming. Quiet night so far for Lea Pepe. Three points and three, three rebounds, but the Lions, of course, have been just fine offensively, shooting 55% and leading 56 to 37. Second free throw in and out, no good. Rebound missed time by Crow, and Eli Scott able to chase it down and get another look for the Lions. As Scott backs down, left post, double team, knocked away. And Kobe Sanders able to come away with the loose ball, and Cal Poly looks to push as Colby Rogers quick catch and fire right corner three a couple of bounces on the iron and then Douglas skies for the rebound and the Lions quickly push up the floor Quintana to Alipiev tried to spin it into the right post to Lea Pepe it's knocked out of bounds and will stay Lion basketball with 845 to go in the second half and coach Johnson was telling Alipiev maybe wait one heartbeat longer on that pass I think Kelly hadn't fully turned all the way around and Ended up being a little bit surprised by the pass inside in traffic as well. So not only was it a difficult pass, but I think it may have been a little bit early. The Lions will get it back, but LMU certainly trying to match their intensity from the first. And the second time tonight, the Lions on the inbound under the basket just get it right to Eli Scott for an easy layup. And Eli Scott, 6 of 9 from the field, 14 points in the ball game. And Lions again match their largest lead at a 21-point advantage as... Damian Douglas not happy with another foul in pursuit on defense. That'll be his third. And team foul number six for the Lions. A little sloppy play there. And again, Jesse, as we've said all season, it's little things that need tightening up for this very, very talented Lions team. But an easy foul like that is an opportunity offensively for your opponent that could have been avoided. Cal Poly off the inbound, 8-24, and another foul away from the basketball on Quintana. That'll be his fourth, and send Cal Poly to the free throw line. So the officiating tightening up a little bit. Lions, of course, love to be aggressive on defense, so now picking up some fouls away from the basketball, and Keith Smith, 90% free throw shooter, will get his first free throws of the night. The three Lions now with three personal fouls, so how will that play a factor? Still eight and a half minutes of basketball to go. Of course, Matias has been sitting on the bench for a little bit of time. Only two personal fouls, so he's got a little bit of flexibility there. The Lions certainly do have depth, so that's not too much of an issue. Keith Smith to the line. Averaging seven and a half points, nearly five assists and four rebounds. All-around player for Cal Poly. Knocks down the free throw. Now with three points and three assists here tonight. Cal Poly, now six of six from the line. They're just 13 of 38 from the field, 34%. The Lions, as you mentioned, they've been winning this one wire to wire. Still plenty of time to go in this one as the Lions have the ball and a 20-point lead as Smith goes one of two at the line. Joe Quintana, hands off for Damian Douglas, who's guarded by Colby Rogers, crossing over now. Kicks it left corner for Lea Pepe. Pumps on a three. Drives, kicks it right corner to Scott. Extra pass for Alipiev. Right corner three, Trebian. And Ivan Alipiev knocks down the three ball. And the Lion lead is 23. As a quick fire response from Crow is well long. And Elmu again looks to push off the miss. Well, that last offensive possession, that was not one pass too many. This time, Alipiev able to knock it down. Great quick pass from Scott. Eli Scott, what a dime inside for Alipiev who lays it in on the reverse. Eli Scott, like a magician in the paint, 
just seeing things that aren't there and beautiful feed. Lions lead by 25, 63 to 38. As we hit a timeout on the floor, 7.35 to go in the second half. LMU cruising along, leading by 25 here on the LMU Sports Network, the WCC Network, and Watch Stadium. Lions family, it is time for our Bristol Farms Holiday Hat Shuffle. Now listen, I need you guys to head over to Twitter right now and let us know where do you think Iggy is? Under what hat? All you have to do is guess right, and just like that, you can be a big winner of a Bristol Farms gift card. So head on over to Twitter right now and let me know where you think Iggy is. Let's get back to this game. Well, thank you, Frenchie. You gotta get that Bristol Farms gift card. Said. You're either staying at home, walking your dog, or getting food <laughs> at the supermarket at Bristol Farms. So there's not much to do, so you want to get that gift card. So it's uh, good to guess that one right. A little kick off a line will give Cal Poly the ball back, so LMU continues their defensive stand here. Cal Poly working left to right in the second half. Hank Collinsworth, right wing for Brantley Stevenson. Covered by Alipia with 11 on the shot clock. Leads back up top for Cameron Pierce. Surveying the floor, bounces inside for Hollinsworth, open at the rim and stuffs home a two-handed jam. Nice find from Pierce and a good finish from Hollinsworth. 63-40. to 40. LMU in front with 7.05 remaining here in the second half. Those defensive laps there from the Lions, they usually don't leave the inside that open. Again, points in the paint. We've mentioned that all game. 8-36 to 36 in favor of LMU, so a little uncharacteristic defensive laps. And but fo followed by an offensive lapse as the Lions... <laughs> with an unforced error, just a pass that Alipia took his eye off of, might have been slightly thrown off the mark as well, and off of Alipia out of bounds, back to the Mustangs as they operate with 6.53 to go here in this second half. And Collinsworth hands off for Franley Stevenson, upside to Colby Rogers, covered by Quintana, shot clock down to 12. Quintana pressures on the perimeter, swing over right wing for Stevenson with the shot clock at five. Bounces right post for Hollinsworth. Facing on Marcuson across the lane. Little fallaway jumper is good. So back-to-back -back baskets for the sixth-year senior. Hank Hollinsworth began his career in 2015-16. And it said six seasons later due to some injuries and redshirt issues granted that extra year of eligibility and playing well for the Mustangs. As the Lions look to respond, Marcuson hacked on the turnaround by Hollinsworth. It'll be the third on Hollinsworth and Marcuson 
back to the free throw line where he is three of four on the night. I think Matias just ran, ran out of room on that one. It was a really good little deceptive pass there from Eli Scott, but Matias drew the foul and is going to get a chance to make up for it here at the line. Markison right now, one of three Lions in double figures, 11 points and six rebounds in the ball game for the big man. Markison's done all that in 15 minutes of action on the floor. First free throw is good. His only misses on the evening have been from the free throw line. Only miss, I should say. It's perfect four for four from the field and now four for five from the stripe. And we mentioned in the first half, seemingly getting more and more comfortable and that rhythm back after missing a full season a year ago. He knocks down a pair of free throws, and the Lion lead is back to 23 points. 65 to 42. 6'10 remaining in the second half as Cameron Pierce controls the left-hand dribble into the front court. Now over right side for Colby Rogers. Back up top for Pierce. So we go under six minutes to play in the second half. So left side for Coroma. Hands back to Pierce, covered tightly by Jalen Anderson, who just checked back in. Trapped in the left corner. Back left post for Coroma, working on Markison. Flips up the right-hand shot and a bump and a foul. Markison disagrees, but it'll be free throws for Cal Poly on the third personal for Matias Markison. They make it four Lions now with three personal fouls. So again, foul trouble plaguing the Lions just a little bit here in this one. We'll see what Cal Poly can do off the line. They're shooting 86% tonight, six for seven attempts. First free throw from Coroma's off the mark. Came in as an 85% free throw shooter, but he's had a tough night. I mentioned he came in averaging 12 points and over five boards. Five points and two rebounds and foul-plagued minutes with four personal fouls. Misses both free throws, but Cal Poly able to get the offensive rebound, and they will get another look at the possession. Pierce, nice pass in the left corner for Colby Rogers. Three ball in the way is off the mark, and Eli Scott collects the rebound and will... Trot ahead up the near sideline into the front court for the Lions, who have the ball in control of the basketball game, leading by 23. Lions trying to improve to 5-3 and three on the year and pick up their third win in a row. Jalen Anderson on the left block, trying to look inside, but good denial by Coroma. Coroma and Markison really battling in the post as ball on the perimeter. Trevi and Jalen Anderson, left wing three. Anderson now up to eight points in the ball game in the lead. 26 for the Lions with five minutes to play. We saw a long two ball from Anderson early on, and this time he had his feet behind the line. And there's a three ball for the Lions. Make it 35% from downtown. Another foul go on the Lions. That'll be free throws again for Cal Poly with 4.52 to go here in this second half of play. And while we have a moment, I want to let you know that the LMU women's basketball squad will be back in Hank's house on December 28th to open up conference play against Gonzaga. Catch all the action with Brendan and Gary Craig here on the WCC Network, the home of Lion Women's Basketball. Brendan and Gary Craig, the best father-son duo <laughs> that the broadcasting world has ever seen as they'll take you through that broadcast on the 28th and all of LMU women's basketball broadcast this season. So Jesse, you and Brendan have a little bit of basketball history as well, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Yeah, quite a bit of history. Brendan, who also works as our coordinating producer on the men's basketball broadcasts, uh, makes me feel old because I was his uh, coach for our championship-winning 
team 10 years ago in our summer camp <laughs> when Brendan was about eight or nine years old. But I led us to a title, so it's something we, we can both claim uh, here with, uh, with great pride. Well, hats off to you on that one, bringing <laughs> a banner to the broadcast staff. Yeah, absolutely. As a couple made free throws for Cal Poly, then they'll return the favor and commit a foul here as the Lions try to work in half court. It'll be the seventh-team foul, and it should be free throws for the Lions as well, and it is. So Joe Quintana will step to the line to shoot one and one. LMU looking to extend a 24-point lead with just over four and a half to go. The front-end free throw from Quintana is good. Fouls on Mark Crow, his second. And look at a 25-point lead for Quintana, who is starting to creep up numbers-wise. Again, has not missed so far tonight. Two for two from the field, two for two from downtown. And now he misses for the first time, one for two from the stripe. 86% yeah, free throw shooter. And Quintana has been relatively quiet offensively tonight, but does have seven points and two three-pointers. Shooting 47% coming into the game from three as Stevenson blocked by Douglas. It'll be out of bounds off of the Lions. 4.26 remaining. LMU in front, 69 to 44. Credit to Matias there to keep it clean as Stevenson tried to go up from, albeit quite a while back, or quite a distance back, but no foul called. So it stays Cal Poly basketball. 18 on the shot clock for the Mustangs. Stevenson off the pass from Rogers up top to Coroma. Now right wing for Cameron Pierce. 10 on the shot clock as Cal Poly out on the perimeter again up against the shot clock. Rogers met on the switch by Lea Pepe, weaving through defenders out for Pierce with the shot clock winding down. Has to fire it at the shot clock's end and gets the friendly roll. Pierce came up hobbling a little bit. Steal by Crow and then a blocking foul on Dorch. So the Lions with a mental lapse there give up the inbounds, a steal, and commit a foul. And free throws coming for Cal Poly. Stan Johnson with the arms crossed, never a good sign. Obviously, as we said, Jesse, a little mental lapse there, giving some easy points to their opponents. It doesn't matter how much you're leading by, never wants to, never want to see that. And Johnson now just debriefing with Dorch about exactly what happened on that one. You could see Parker Dorch was. Not super jazzed with himself on that one, but yeah. And for Stan Johnson, who we know can be so expressive on the sideline, that as you said, the arms cross look that was the equivalent of a, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed look <laughs> on the sideline from Stan Johnson. As first free throws good from Mark Crow, and one more coming for senior 50% free throw shooter on the year, and he goes 50% on that trip at the line 69 47, lines in front, four minutes to play as Eli Scott. Down the lane, all the way to the rim. Left-hand layup is good as Eli Scott undeterred on a free path down the lane, and the Lions get another basket, 71-47, LMU in front. But Jesse, that's a confidence play from the senior Eli Scott just bulldozing down the lane, knew that no one was going to stop him, and that he had the skill and the wherewithal to make it count. The foul on the Lions will be free throws for Cal Poly when we come back from the timeout on the floor. 3.40 to go in the second half. Elmu in front, 71-47 on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. We'll be back.
Hercules Tires is the official tire of LMU Athletics. More information can be found at HerculesTires.com as the Lions roll along like those Hercules Tires and lead by 24. 71, 47, 340 to go. It'll be Ali Koroma to the free throw line, or he's 0 for 2 on the night. And the Lions well in control on their way to their fifth victory of the year. It feels good to play this well at home and see if the Lions can keep up that momentum when they finally do get on the road. Of course, another home game coming up on Monday. We'll do it all again at 6 p.m. for the tip there. And then, as you said, Jesse, Jesse potentially another game scheduled for the 29th. We'll keep you updated on that. Yeah, but certainly for the Lions, seems like they're starting to find their stride with a new system and coach and obviously a lot of expectations for this team coming in. We're seeing why. A lot of talent and another foul drawn. This time Lea Pepe draws the foul and that'll be the night for Ali Coromo who picks up his fifth personal. And Kelly Lea Pepe to the free throw line for the Lions who are going to add on to the lead here. 71-47 and we know that 70, at least for Cal Poly, is kind of their magic number. A year ago, most of their wins came when they scored over 70. This year, their two wins have come when they've scored over 70. Of course, tonight, just 47 points well below. When they don't get that number, they rarely win a game, and that's been the case here tonight. Well, this has been the first time this season that they've scored 70 points or more against a WCC opponent. They lost to USF, put 60 points up there, and then 69 points against Santa Clara, 61 against University of San Diego, 72-47 here tonight. That is 47 on the board for Cal Poly. They are shooting just 36%. LMU at 60% as a team. And we're going to run through the tape here in the final three and a half minutes as Cameron Pierce, left corner, goes right wing to Mark Crow. Three ball on the way is off the mark. Rebound volleyed around. It's going to be a loose ball foul on Cal Poly. It'll be Tuka Yakula. And that'll be more free throws for the Lions as the 18 foul for the Mustangs. And more free throws for Kelly Lea Pepe gets to add to his total. Just made two at the line. And we'll go back to the line once again. Looked like the ball almost bounced off the magic mullet of Lea Pepe there. So it was a contested ball inside. And coaches want to talk things over for a moment before that. And yeah, the officials are actually going to look at the, the monitor here. Here to review. They got the, the right person for that last foul. Lions lead 73 to 47. In the meantime, in this break, you can hit your smartphone and check out the LMU emojis and stickers now available on Apple and Android devices. You can show your LMU spirit with custom Iggy the Lion emojis and keep an eye out for new content throughout the year. Yeah, share in this one. So the Lions have this one well in hand. Lots of Iggy thumbs up and celebration emojis <laughs> to go around for Lion Nation out there. Has 316 remaining. Kelly Lea Pepe, the best hair in college basketball at the free throw line as you get a good look there for Lea Pepe who knocks down the first free throw of the front end of the one and one. And it really is magnificent, Jonathan. You look at it garnered him national attention. And as we <laughs> said, he has the game to back it up, but just to add to the, as you said, like you like to say, the man, the myth, the mullet, Kelly Lea Pepe. I know his nickname officially is Big Dog, but 
We're going to try to coin that phrase if I can and see if we can't change that nickname as the <laughs> season goes on. I'll start a, a campaign for that one as Leia Pepe knocks down a pair of free throws and it's a 75-47 lead for the Lions with just over three minutes to play in the ball game. Brantley Stevenson drives from the top of the key down the lane. Awkward runner off the mark. No. Yakula controls the offensive board. Aiden Prukop, who just checked in, misses on the pull-up jumper. Damian Douglas wrestling for the rebound down below and a whistle and another foul against Cal Poly. There'll be more free throws again for LMU. Hard to see, too, when LMU's leading by this much and Cal Poly just getting in a little bit more and more foul trouble. And LMU now on a 6-0 run over the last minute, five of the last five. Douglas now with a chance to add on to the little free throw streak that Kelly Lampepe got started for him. Douglas, as he arrives at the stripe, 15 points on the evening, four personal fouls, but six for nine from the field, and missed the first free throw. Yeah, two before at the line, a 66% free throw shooter, and some well-deserved applause from the Lion bench for a couple of the regulars. Scott, Quintana, and Lampepe check out. Parker Dorch, Ivana Lipia back in, and the first time this season, Lazar Nekic, the sophomore seven-footer from Belgrade, Serbia, gets his first action of the 2020 campaign as Douglas makes the second free throw. 76-47, Lions in front with 2.45 to play. Always nice to see fresh faces, especially in a situation like this. The Lions can afford to put some new personnel in there and get them some experience and minutes out there on the court. Yeah, Nekic played 19 games as a freshman. Second time we've seen a Cal Poly player lose their shoe as Pierce lost it. Play continues. Alipiev has time to tee up a three ball off the mark. Dorch overran the rebound, and Dyson Kohler will check in. And now we'll really see the Lions empty the bench here, and you see the Lions sideline is very excited as a couple of the walk-ons into the ball game for the Lions. As you see L. Simpson along with Anthony Yu and Luke Frasso, all getting their first action as LMU Lions as Dorch and Nekic round out the five. So Stan Johnson getting some of the, the Lions. Usually operate at the end of the bench. Some action here with a 29-point lead. Well, hats off to Stan Johnson for doing that. I think he's given them a couple crucial minutes where these guys can actually get experience against the Cal Poly team in a collegiate game at the collegiate level. Awesome to see. And you love to see the Lion bench on the other end of the floor. All the starters and players on the bench standing and clapping and chanting defense for their, their teammates who are on the floor. So a great team camaraderie there as a whistle and a foul will send Cal Poly back to the line. Good test for these guys, too, to play as a unit and see what they can do with two minutes and some change. Obviously, they had a little defensive stand there, but excited to see what these guys can do offensively as well. And listen, everyone who makes it to this level belongs here. And even if you're a walk-on or not, you certainly can play if you're a D1 player. And we saw a number of years ago, LMU in an injury-riddled season back in 2011-12, Taylor Walker, who was a walk-on, went from a walk-on to a starter and then kept that spot after really playing well. So it, you know, it shows to continue to work hard and play your way into the lineup as Free throw's good for Aiden Prukoff. Timeout called. We'll keep it here on the floor. 2.03 remaining in the ball game. And Stan Johnson 
as he, any coach would do, using this opportunity despite the big lead to continue to coach and teach, and teaching some of his younger guys who are on the floor now what he'd like to see for them in the final 2-0-3 of the ballgame. You know, obviously these guys aren't, aren't your starting lineup this season, but you know, as you said, Jesse, you know, they, they have earned their place here, and Stan Johnson will be the first to tell you that if you don't earn your place on the court, you won't play. It doesn't matter who you are. So each of these guys has put in the work in practice and behind the scenes and absolutely, without a doubt, earned their playing time here in Gersten tonight. Parker Dorch, the veteran on the floor, if you would, the senior, controls the basketball in the center of the floor around a screen from Nekic. He'll pass off to Anthony Yu, top of the key, trying to find Nekic in the right post. Nekic backing down, goes to Simpson. Around a screen, he'll fire the 18-foot jumper off the back rim, no good. And the rebound taken by Dyson Kohler. And Cal Pauly looks to quickly work up the floor. Yakula bumped and fouled by Nekic. It'll be his first personal. 10-team foul for the Lions, so two free throws upcoming for Cal Pauly with 1.30 remaining. LMU in front, 76-49. to 49. I do love to see it, Jesse. You mentioned it earlier, but all the starters, the guys that got most of the minutes up on their feet and cheering on their teammates here on the court. Something that is amazing with this team is just the energy that they bring, not only amongst each other, but also on the court as we saw tonight. LMU came out firing on all cylinders from really earlier in the game. Part of what helped lead to this sizable lead that they're enjoying now. Uh, both free throws good from Tuka Yakula. Makes it a 25-point game. 76-51, 1.30 to play. Anthony Yu, right to left into the front court. Go to Parker Dorch, center of the floor. Now right sideline to L. Simpson. And Simpson picks up his dribble and goes in the corner to Dorch with 14 on the shot clock. Senior working into the right post, backing down, triple team, knocked away, recovers, kicks to Simpson, open in the left corner, long two on the way, in and out, no good. And Kohler picks up the rebound and then a reaching foul on Yu will be his first personal. More free throws for Cal Poly. So kind of a grind to a halt type finish here. But, of course, the, still the excitement from the Lion bench as you see all the players standing <laughs> for LMU, hoping for a basket for, for one of their teammates on the floor. Wouldn't that be just the best way to end this game here as Naked Shooks back in after having a little talk with Stan Johnson. But both of these teams in scoring droughts over two minutes. LMU about two minutes and 46 seconds. And... Cal Poly, the better part of three minutes. One more free throw for Kohler, who missed the first. Second one is good. 76-52, 1 7 to go as Dorch inbounds into Simpson. And Simpson will come right to left into the front court. Guard number 40 goes to Luke Frasso. Now back up top to Dorch. 55 seconds to go as the Lions look to run the offensive set. Frasso back with it on the left wing. Up top for Nekic. Left's on a three, now puts the dribble down, spinning inside the lane, goes to the left-hand layup, no, and the rebound picked up by Kohler, up ahead to Krukop, into the body of Simpson, and that's gonna be an offensive foul. As the Lion bench erupts for the, <laughs> the freshman out of Chatsworth, California, and Sierra Canyon High School taking the charge. Krukop picks up his first personal, Lions get the ball back with 37.7 remaining. Simpson gets the inbound from Dortch. About a seven-second differential between game and shot clock as Dortch puts it on the floor. No look for Nekic. Tried to throw it down. Got fouled on the way up, and Lazar Nekic 
will go to the free throw line with 25.5 seconds remaining. Your credit to Simpson on that charge call. The wherewithal to stomp and set his feet even though he and his, his opponent were on the move. It was a very mature play for the freshman, so hats off to him, deserving of the eruption response that he got from the sideline. Lazar Nekic, first free throw is short, no good. As mentioned, Nekic played 19 games as a freshman. Averaged a little over one point and one rebound per ball game in relatively limited action. And misses both free throws there, so stays scoreless on the night. 76-52, LMU in front. 20 seconds to go as Stevenson airmails the pass, kind of slipped out of his hand as he tried to sling it to the left corner. The Lions have it back with 17 seconds to go. We'll see if they simply hold here or if they try to get one of their freshman walk-ons a final look as George overthrew the pass. You able to chase it down and throw it off the leg of Stevenson. So 16.4 remaining. Cal Poly, to their credit, still applying pressure defense full court with 16 seconds to go. Dorch gets it into Simpson, who will get it across the timeline with 11 seconds remaining. Simpson over to Dorch, and Dorch and the Lions will hold the basketball and let time expire as LMU will pick up their fifth win of the season with a 76-52 win to go to 5-3. Cal Poly falls to 2-4. Jonathan, really a wire-to-wire -wire dominant effort from the Lions tonight to pick up the win. I think the pace of play right out the gate, Jesse, was really, really strong for LMU, and, and that was something that was really, really exciting to watch. The defense was working on all facets, and the offense was firing on all cylinders. As Jesse heads over for a little post-game interview, we'll round things out with some stats. Both Scott and Douglas finished the game with 16 points apiece. Wouldn't have it any other way. Jesse's here to talk with the big man, Matthias Markison, after a fantastic performance tonight with 13 points. Tonight, you guys really had a, a dominant wire-to-wire -wire effort. What did it take to come out with that mental aspect and win the ball game? Thank you. Uh, you know, we had to be mentally prepared. We played two days ago. We knew it was going to be back-to-back. It's easy to start to complaining about, you know, being tired and all that stuff. So we just had to lock in, prepare like we do every game, come out with energy in the warm-ups and just keep that for 40 minutes. And I think we did that pretty well. And you mentioned that, that two-day turnaround. You have another one on Monday playing Cal Baptist. How do you do that same thing and keep that energy for Monday's ball game? I mean, we're just going to do the same thing. We did. I think we did a great job with it uh, this last two days. So, you know, tonight we'll celebrate the win. We'll enjoy that. And tomorrow we're back to it. You know, we probably won't go too physical tomorrow. We'll see. But more recovery and go through their place and all that stuff and be mentally prepared. And then Monday we're back at it. Yeah, and for you personally, I know you obviously missed all of last year. It seems like the past two games in particular, you're getting your rhythm back and really looking like yourself playing some great dominant basketball inside. What, what has it been to, to get that rhythm back and play so well recently? Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, it was uh, a slow start, a very slow start. But And at the same time, it's only two games. I, I yeah. need to keep working every day. This is not a, you know nothing that will come in one night. So I just got to keep working on it and let the game come back to me and be patient. Well, it's great to see you back out there. Congrats on the win, and uh, we'll see you again on Monday. Thanks, boss. Have a good one. You too. Well, Jesse there speaking with Matthias Markison. Again, a tremendous performance tonight from him. 13 points. He did not miss from the field, and he was 5 for 6 from the free throw line as well. Four, four personal fouls, but despite that, 
ended up with a great performance. As we said, Scott and Douglas tied for 16 points apiece. Great performances from them. And Ivana Lipiev with nine points, not too far behind on the uh, scoring front either. So, Jesse, overall, a really, really good dominant, as you said, wire-to-wire -wire performance for this Lions team tonight. Yeah, absolutely. The Lions in this ball game, of course, they win by 24. Uh, this was one that, as I said, they never trailed. They had a really strong performance, both offensively and defensively, and able to have some fun at the end of the ball game, get some of their, their walk-ons and freshmen into the ball game to, to really make it a feel-good win for the Lions. But, but as we said, and as you join us here, uh, on camera, Jesse Cass, Jonathan Grace here with you. Uh, this Lions team, as we just heard in that interview, they have another game on Monday, so another quick turnaround and a chance for them to continue what is now a pretty nice 5-0 record here at Gerson Pavilion and try to keep the, the home good cooking going. Yeah, absolutely, and we'll be back here on Monday again. As you said, it's three games in five days. That's busy for a college basketball team, and especially when they're coming out right out of the gate with the pace of play that we saw here tonight. We saw it a little bit uh, in their previous game at home as well, so let's see what energy they can bring into that game against Cal Baptist. And for the Lions tonight, 55% from the field. They held Cal Poly to 34%, and again, three players in double figures, but they really had contributions from seven players who really brought the scoring in this one, who scored seven points or more. Uh, again, Damian Douglas, 16 points. Eli Scott, 16 points. And the man we heard from, Matthias Markson, with 13 points. So an all-around team effort for the Lions. Yeah, and again, as, as we said, it was at halftime, it was kind of crazy to see that their scoring percentage from the field was brought down to 55% as it was about 10 points higher than that uh, in the game at one point, but a tremendous win for the Lions, 76-52. It's a heck of a victory, Jesse. Yeah, so the Lions will be back in action, as you heard, on Monday, 6 p.m., same time, same place, LMU and Cal Baptist for that one. Lions win this one, 76-52. Right now, we want to thank all the folks behind the scenes who made this broadcast possible, uh, our director, Michael Makins, executive producers, Matthew Lerman, Patrick Alcero, our coordinating producer and former LMU summer camp champion, Brendan Craig, <laughs> for my color commentator, Jonathan Grace, Jesse Cass. We'll talk to you again on Monday night where the Lions will take on Cal Baptist. Again, the final score here, 76-52, Lions win. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you again on Monday.